Welcome to Run This World. My name is Nicole DeBoom. I'm a former pro athlete turned entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you insights and inspiration from some of the world's greatest visionaries who will help you run your world in ways that you didn't even realize were possible. All in the framework of the amount of time it takes for the average person to run a 5K. That's 36 minutes and 38 seconds, give or take a mile. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get this workout started. Welcome to the first ever episode of Run This World, a podcast that features visionaries who are creating change in the world. These are people who are called to share their messages and are doing something about it. People who will inspire you to create positive forward change in your own worlds. I've been considering a podcast for a long time. I do a lot of public speaking and have been interviewed on many podcasts over the years. I spend a good amount of time on that side of the microphone, but there's something inside me that has always felt called to the other side of the mic. I think it's that I meet so many incredible people who are doing insane things to move the world that I feel compelled to share their stories through my perspective. So I'm finally doing it. Here's your official welcome to Run This World, my new podcast. Um... I'm starting this podcast from a very simple place. I'm a very curious person. I'm also a natural extrovert. I love talking to people, so I ask a lot of questions. I have discovered that everyone has a story and that other people's stories are incredibly inspirational. My experience tells me that if I'm inspired by something then there's a good chance that other people will be too. And I believe in my core that without inspiration, we will not continue to move our worlds forward. So this is a podcast based on a foundation of curiosity and inspiration. And in case you're curious, I'm going to share my story with you so you can understand the perspective from which I come to the microphone. I grew up in the Chicago suburbs. I was a swimmer kid. And I became a very fast swimmer at a very early age. When I was 16, I qualified for the 1988 Olympic trials in the 100 breaststroke. That performance uh, basically put me as the uh, top five hundred breaststroke girls in the country, which meant that I was recruited to colleges all over the place. I ended up going to Yale University, not a school particularly known for its swimming prowess, but had a whole lot of other great things to offer. I basically majored in swimming while I was there. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I graduated with a sociology degree in 1994, but like many college athletes who do not go on to the Olympics, there really wasn't much available for a pretty fast swimmer. So who didn't actually a pretty fast swimmer who didn't know what else she wanted to do in life. So, um, I went home back home to Chicago suburbs, started waiting tables and did a little soul searching to try to figure out what I might do next. Um, and you know, that process of soul searching is really important when you're going through transitions. Mine led me to this little, I call it a founding principle now. It's something that I think will help guide my decisions through my whole life. And it's it's basically a quote, and it goes like this. When my body is fit and strong, my mind is fitter and stronger too. It's really simple. 
I knew when I had that realization at 22 years old that whatever I did in my life would involve fitness in some way. So I decided to continue waiting tables and maybe try something new to, to trigger some new energy. So I got into a new sport, the sport of triathlon. Yes, the sport for crazy people <laughs> who are masochistic and like to suffer. Um, these are swim, bike, run events, almost always in that order. My first race in 1994 was not anything special, but my gut told me that this was a sport worth pursuing. So in 1995, I raced for a season as an amateur, and I was lucky enough to qualify for the age group world championships in Cancun, Mexico. I was even luckier to sit down on an airplane to Cancun next to a guy who would become my future husband, Tim DeBoom. We're actually going on our 20th anniversary this year. So it was, it was a very exciting time. He was already racing as a professional, a young phenom type, and I was just starting in the sport. We ended up traveling the world together for a decade or longer, um, doing many races, having a blast. Fitness was our focus. Obviously, it's how we made our living. During that time, Tim twice became a world champion, winning the Hawaii Ironman in 2001-2002. I became a top-level pro, making money in every race I did and almost always placing in the top five. But everything changed for me in December 2003. I had what I call an epiphany run. It was a cold winter day during the off-season in Lyons, Colorado, where I lived at the time. I was slogging through a run when I turned and caught my reflection in a storefront window. I basically had three thoughts. Number one, I look like a boy. Number two, I'm totally uninspired. And number three, I just want to feel pretty. The word pretty gained meaning as I ran, and suddenly I found myself turning around and running home. When I got there, I scribbled frantically notes about how I could change the women's athletic clothing industry, turn it on its head create beautiful clothing that women could wear for workouts or the rest of their busy lives so they wouldn't have to sacrifice a part of themselves while they were exercising. You got to remember this was 2003. The options in fitness clothing were very limited. So this brainstorm led to the creation of something revolutionary in women's running. This is something that had never been done before, something that would solve the problems of shorts, running shorts, which were bagging, bunching, sagging, and granny panties. This is something that you could wear on or off the trails and still feel great. This was something very simple. It was a running skirt. Yes, who says great ideas need to be complex? They just need to fill a void at the right time. So I took my idea, turned it into a prototype, and wore it in the 2004 Ironman Wisconsin. I came off the bike in third place, pulled on my little race belt styled skirt, and as I ran through the first loop in Madison, Wisconsin, people were calling out, go third woman, all right, you're doing great. But it's what I heard after I ran by them that stuck. They were saying, what was she wearing? Was she wearing a skirt? 
it was like a wave of curiosity and momentum. And momentum, it's true, because by the second lap, I had passed all the women in front of me. And now when people saw me coming, they celebrated. They jumped up and screamed, oh, here she comes. It's the skirt. Go skirt. And with that, after just over 10 hours on the course, I won my first and only Ironman wearing a prototype of what would soon become my next chapter in life. Soon means very soon. Three days after I won that race, I incorporated skirt sports and brought my idea to market. And over 10 years later, skirt sports is still serving up beautiful, great fitting clothing to women of all sizes, shapes, ages, and fitness levels. We're the one and only inclusive brand in the competitive women's fitness clothing market. And I've had the incredible opportunity to hear from so many women around the world who use running and fitness as a way to center themselves to give themselves goals, and to simply move their lives forward in a positive way. So this podcast is an extension of my experiences. The premise of the show is that you will listen to it when you're out on a training run. The average 5K time is 36 minutes and 38 seconds. That's an 11.47 minute per mile pace. So each interview will be roughly long enough to get you through your 5K run and leave you with enough inspiration to get after it again next week. I will warn you, the first few episodes, we went over 3.1 miles each time. There's just too much good stuff oozing out of my amazing guests. So with that, I hope you enjoy the show. I plan to do it for as long as there's interest, and as long as I can keep bringing wonderful and inspirational people on, which I think could be forever. Thanks for tuning in today and listening to why I decided to launch the Run This World podcast. My hope is that at a minimum, you'll be entertained. And if we're lucky, you'll find some golden nugget from each episode that will help you move forward in this world in a more positive and exciting way. If you're excited about what I'm doing, be sure to go to iTunes and subscribe to my podcast, share it with your friends and family and the whole world. And follow me, Nicole DeBoom, on Facebook and Instagram, as well as signing up for my email newsletter on NicoleDeBoom.com. Specifically, I want to hear your thoughts, feedback, and any suggestions you have for future guests, people who have a big vision and are making change in the world. Bring it on. All right, everyone. You know what time it is. It's time to run this world in a bigger and better way than you have before. We got in about a mile with today's episode. If you're feeling good, keep running and listen to the next show. It's a good one. Have a great day and see you next time on Run This World.